Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another uh, Keyforge set review. This time we're going to be walking through Sanctum in Mass Mutations, which will finish out Mass Mutations and prep us for Dark Tidings. And here with me I have a very special guest, Zach from the Call of Discovery podcast, as well as the Athens Key... Oh, I got it wrong this time. Uh, <laughs> Forge Masters. Forge Masters, that's right. Yeah, the, the Athens Forge Masters. Okay, uh, so Zach, welcome, and uh, how's it going? Uh, it is it is going well. Uh, it's been a good week so far, and I'm happy to be here. Uh, this is the Keyforge podcast with the largest number of episodes, so uh, I I am just I'm just thrilled to be here. <laughs> well, that that achievement is a uh, a sign of my my stubbornness, but um, I, it was really uh, just cool to see your comments the other day, and I thought, hey, I wonder if I could get that guy to to come on and talk some Keyforge with me. You all always have very excellent guests, but uh, today, today I have my own very excellent guests, so I'm I'm very happy. Oh, awesome! Well, I'm flattered. I'm I'm excited to dig through uh, dig through Sanctum here. Yeah. All right. So, uh, but before we jump into talking about Sanctum, let's uh, get caught up on who Zach is. Who are you? How'd you get into KeyForge? What should we know? Yeah, I'm Zach Armstrong. Uh, I'm in uh, Georgia in the United States. And the way I got into Keyforge was uh, I, I heard about it on launch day because I had been a uh, a or announcement day at Gen Con because I had been an FFG fanboy for a long time previous. I played Android Netrunner for a long time. I ran the scene in the Shenandoah Valley. It was a small scene, uh, but in the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia, did that for about two years. I've played quite a few other FFG games, and uh, I definitely had a, a hole in my my hobbying as far as what, you know, could I get into uh, some sort of card game or lifestyle game, and Keyforge came out. I had to read the blog post at least three times to understand exactly what the heck they were trying to sell me on, and once I figured it out, I was good to go. I uh, actually uh, tweeted about Keyforge a bunch and ended up getting just out of the goodness of their heart, uh, two decks uh, about a month or two before release. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Which was, mm hmm. Yeah, the Concrete Mother Chef of Free Keep and the Bishop of Giant Way Kingdom. And uh, so we played those two decks against each other for uh, for the couple of weeks leading up to the official launch. That was that was pretty special. Those two decks will always hold a place in my heart. And one of them is actually decent. So <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, the, the Netrunner community has always been very near and dear to my heart too. I still, I still follow them. And then I can relate to just trying to puzzle out what, what was going on with Keyforge. I was, I was reading an old BGG thread about it, um, for another video I've been working on. And, uh, it, it was around one of their announcements and people were, were saying, what, the, what in the world do they mean unique deck? That doesn't, that doesn't sound new. And, um, <laughs> right just people were, were very confused it's true it's true and then yeah i've been on call of discovery for uh 14 months now i emailed ed saying hey i like your show and then he brought me on and then he said hey do you want to keep liking this show and do it <laughs> with me <laughs> so uh that's been that's been a match a match made in heaven he and i um have a lot of uh, a very similar approach um, a very similar approach and become fast friends through it. And we still haven't met in person. So uh, mm. that's going to happen one day. It's going to happen one day. Yeah. One of the, one of these days, what maybe, maybe worlds uh, 2022 when, when we finally get around to that. Mm -hmm. we, yeah, I can dream. I can dream. 
Um, okay, great. Well, then let's uh, let's start talking about some sanctum here. And uh, the the first question I want to tee up is if you were able to make it to a sealed event and it was mass mutation and you're sitting across the table from somebody playing and you see that they have sanctum on their deck um mass mutation deck with sanctum what kinds of capabilities are you worried they might be uh you know executing upon you the thing i'm going to be worried about most in that situation is um them capturing my amber and me not being able to get it back because mm -hmm. usually with capture amber you can you know get it back at some point um but i've seen it where you're just capturing somebody is capturing so much amber especially in mass mutation sanctum uh maybe comboed with other houses that uh and if there's not a board wipe or the board wipe's not showing up then that amber is effectively gone because the game's going to end before you get it back so that that's the that's the scariest one. Uh, the other one is they'll also have just a very good board presence. There's plenty mm -hmm. of armor and fight capabilities in mass mutation. So uh, I'll I'll expect to my especially my small creatures, my medium creatures are not really going to stick around very long. Yep. Yeah, they tend to have, uh, and this is you know nothing new for Sanctum that they have a lot of armor uh, floating around. They have a lot of taunt, a lot of capture, a lot of heal. Um, in particular, in this set, they, I think, are a, a lot more fighty than they were in previous sets. They liked to fight before, mm -hmm. but now it's it's just all they think about. Right, and, and they actually get benefit from it. <laughs> right, right. Which, yeah, which is, is so nice. And I think the, the devs even talked about that with, with Brobnar rotating out. They, they kind of it, it allowed some space for Sanctum to, to move into there. And then... Um, really strong here as we'll see with some of these cards is this idea um i'm calling it effect control but they have several cards in here that just say your opponent can't do x and um unlike you know in in previous sets in houses like Dees and mars there were things that would punish your opponent for doing certain things but sanctum tends to just say nope you can't do it um which is really really a problem once once it's on the board <laughs> Yeah, I think that's leaning into the 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 zealousness that mm -hmm. they're supposed to have in mass mutation, right? They're they're uniting against against dark amber, against mutants. So they've got this this ferocity um, and kind of laying down the law. Like they even you know the artifact for mass mutation proclamation. Literally, it's a law. Um, so I feel like you know the the rule of law and what they're deciding is law is kind of the the spirit behind whatever you know control elements they've got in this set so uh, i definitely really enjoy playing them for that reason in this set right okay um so let's say you open up a new mass mutation deck and uh you see that it has sanctum on it what is the next house that you're most hoping for the uh, next house i'm most hoping for is definitely saurian uh, they are the the perfect pair for Captured Amber, Exalted Amber, and Saurian's the one that is going to bring ways to get rid of that Amber, whether it's a Ludo, uh, whether it's, you know, if you're really lucky, a uh, Senator Brockus, mm -hmm. um, or just, a, you know, the upgrades that do similar things. Um, that is going to help you just get rid of all that Amber you capture and capture even more. Um, and, you know, maybe get a... Uh, Gosh, an ancient power to ward everybody with amber on that. There's a lot of stick to the board, keep that amber away from them synergy. So Sarian would be my top pick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a 
I feel like that's really a, a no-brainer in this set. That's that's my answer as well. And yeah, so many things and that co that complement each other, and um, they really, in a lot of ways, uh, do fill in gaps where Sarian has, like you said, ways to deal with the amber to get rid of it or move it around. Uh, Sanctum has taunt, which Sarian doesn't have in this set, so mm -hmm. uh, they yeah. they really do uh, pair very nicely together. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, what about your favorite in-house combo? I I just love the flavor and mechanics of Baldric the Bold. Mm. Um, so really, you know, Baldric the Bold, four power, two armor, before fight, if the creature Baldric the Bold fights is the most powerful enemy creature, gain two amber. Um, and I, uh, I, he combos with a couple of things, but I'd have to pick Smite as my favorite thing uh, for him to combo with. Um, because just the they're so thematic that Baldric the Bold is like, you know, fighting the giants. He he gets rewarded for, <laughs> you know, you're rewarded for him fighting the biggest thing on the board. And then Smite also has that kind of holy Avenger, holy Avenger vibe. Um, so it really works together to just gain Amber. Um, so, you know, and hopefully you could do it twice in a turn if you've got the right creature set up or warding or something. Um, and then you're removing threats and gaining a crap ton of Amber. So. Yeah, I'll yeah. say Baldric, uh, Baldric plus Smite for me. Cool. Yeah, my uh, mine is a little more um, on the well, it's on the on the capture side instead of the generation side, but still uh, mm. still very fighty, and that is Gorvanal plus one stood against many. Uh, of course, Ooh, you're you're not yeah. going to want to use the one stood against many on the Gorvanal, but uh, if you have <laughs> anybody out on the board with skirmish, this becomes a quick way to capture three and uh, get a bunch of board control in the process. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like Governal a lot. Yeah, yeah, excellent card in the set, and uh, and one stood against many. Just uh, you know, it's it's not a new card, but it just continues to be a really really excellent card. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, if you could pick one legacy card to bring forward into a mass mutation deck, uh, mass mutation sanctum specifically, what what would it be? Oh man, this this feels for me. This is such an easy question because mass mutation doesn't have <laughs> uh, really any truly scaling amber control except for bring low. Um, uh -huh. But uh, the card the card bring low is but a pale shadow of a doorstep to heaven. Mm -hmm. um, I would bring doorstep to heaven just because. You know that no matter what your other two houses are, you're not going to have scaling amber control, even if your amber control, you know, by the DOK count is like in the teens, right? Mm -hmm. Which isn't rare. That's not rare for um, for mass mutation deck. So I, I'd have to say doorstep to heaven because it's just to be able to pack that big of a punch inside of a mass mutation deck uh, alongside all the capture would be great, especially if you dump all the captured amber at once, right? And then then doorstep. So yeah, definitely right. doorstep to heaven for that one. Nice. Yeah, that that one was tempting for me. I ended up going with uh, with Proclamation 346E because uh, it's just Ooh. such a such a fun effect. And I think, um, you know, if you do have if you it, it turns uh, bring low a card like bring low into from being a OK, it takes them just under to, you know, Wow, they're really going to have to work on uh, work on getting this stuff back. So yeah, and it's a fun, fun that, artifact. 
And it, it synergizes with how fighty they are because you want to keep their board to at most two houses. So you're uh, even further rewarded for for taking out their creatures with yours. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Right. Um, okay. And then what about uh, if you could have any ex uh, any <laughs> I give mine away any maverick you want you, you wanted what would you pick? <laughs> uh, I'll I'll just take um, mine. I guess sincerity said half of it. I would yeah go I for would it. take I would take exile because bring low exile is just stupid. Mm hmm. Oh, that would be nasty. That would be nasty. Mine, uh, I'd have to go for kind of something pretty basic, easy with consistency. Um, and I'd say probably information officer gray. There's going to be plenty of protection in the house. And uh, that's just a play fight reap for um, uh, as as uh, Mavericks are currently printed. Right. It's any non star alliance card. So decent chance right. I could archive just just anything. Um, so, and I'm always wanting more speed in my decks that have our big chunky toolbox decks. I always want just a little bit of efficiency. So I think gray, gray would fit that well. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That's interesting. And I think sanctum out of, um, pretty much out of all the houses, it's, it's the one that really isn't, uh, isn't going to be contributing to speed for you and so giving it just a little any edge you can give it to to be able to pack those turns in the future is going to be is going to really pay off yeah yeah um okay well let's uh let's go ahead and dip our feet into the pool of cards um and uh and i'll go ahead and start here with uh i was saying this earlier you know but i've i've read through dark amber vault for for uh <laughs> all the other six houses why not do it for for Sanctum 2, I think it's it's probably worst in Sanctum only because uh, Sanctum doesn't love mutants. So so if you're yeah, um, they, they have mutants obviously, but um, but they they most of their cards that care about mutants are hating instead of you are hating them instead of helping them. So it's just a little weird. But uh, but there it is. It's Dark Amber Vaults, an artifact and location uh, that gives your mutant creatures plus two power and says that after you play one of them, you draw a card. Yep. Yeah. Uh, always a, always a strong card, especially if you get a bunch of mutants, but you're right. A bit of anti synergy with how sanctum treats mutants. So it would not, it's probably my least favorite house to get a dark Amber vault in. Um, yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the next one is, is, one of the coolest cards uh, and a really unique effect. Uh, Ardent Hero is a four-power human knight with mm -hmm. taunt, and Ardent Hero cannot be dealt damage by mutant creatures or creatures with power five or higher. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I love that effect. It's so unique. Um, I don't think there's any other creature quite like that. And um, and the ability to say, okay, well, you you have two kinds of creatures: creatures that um, can't hurt it at all and creatures that don't hurt it enough and um mm -hmm. you know there's a very thin slice of creatures that that are just right but um just a really really cool puzzle to put in front of your opponent yeah honestly ardent hero is one of my favorite if not my favorite taunt creature in the game because like you were talking about it's either multiple tinier creatures which are likely not you know they Usually a smaller power creature is something with an effect you want to keep, mm -hmm. or you've got to trade it evenly, you know, a, a four for a four. 
um, and you might not have a four readily available. So yeah, it's, it's so good, especially with the ruling that uh, powers, you know, static or uh, passive right. powers like Hawk Hurling Giant also can't uh, hurt Ardent Hero. So very strong card, very strong card. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because I didn't realize that until very recently, what you're talking yeah. about, I think, is the the fact that any even damage generated from an effect printed on a a card that is five or higher or a mutant doesn't work. So all yeah. the little you know play deal three damage from uh from the hybrid creatures that that doesn't mm -hmm. touch it. Um, the exception is that pips do touch it. So Right. Um, so if, if your opponent plays a mutant creature that has damage pips, those can because uh, I guess there it's right. the it's the game state that's doing the damage, not the not the creature or something like that. But um, yeah, yeah. Still which pretty, which is why awesome. I think Scrivener Fabian gets away with stealing because it's not right. Scrivener Fabian actually doing it. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know, thematically. Right. Thematically. Um, but yeah, Arden Hero, also one of the best targets for anything that boosts power, whether shoulder armor or, you know, the the plus one power counter generators from um, Untamed. Because as soon as you make Arden Hero bigger, like, oh, man, then you can just you can just clean up with him. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and then we have uh, Bulwark, not not Bulwark, but Bulwark, <laughs> uh, the four power, one armor uh, creature that's a mutant and a knight, has assault two, and then also has each of Bulwark's horns gains assault two. So uh, mm. how do you like Bulwark in, in comparison to Bulwark? <laughs> um it, well, it's it's interesting, and it kind of just depends on on what you want to do. But I I do think um, I I overall I like this version better um, because mm. a, Assault Two is just a really powerful effect. Um, but the original Bulwark will always have a special place in my heart because of a um, probably tier. Uh, high tier two deck that I have that that mm. uh that I got up to twelve chains that has bulwark with three crumps and um throwing, nice. <laughs> throwing throwing crump next to a bulwark is a is a really uh is a really nice move. But I think I like this one better overall. What what about you? Yeah, uh they're probably about tied for me, but they serve such different purposes even mm -hmm. though they're you know <laughs> dark mirrors of each other. The, the assault neighbors gaining assault two has a ton of synergy in house. I mm -hmm. think, you know, I think in old sanctum, it would have been fine, but mass mutation sanctum, uh, there is, there is so much that giving assault two lets you do like giving assault two to a gray rider, um, or a, uh, you know, uh, uh, heart zealot or something like that is, uh, is just really good, uh, putting assault two on any of those friendly creatures. So, yeah, I think uh, he's great for the synergies. Yep. Definitely. And then we've got Burning Glare, action card with a pip. It's got Enhance for one sad little damage icon. <laughs> and it has play, stun an enemy creature, or stun each enemy mutant creatures. Yeah, I mean, you... I'm, I'm, I'm whelmed by this card. Just, just <laughs> whelmed. Not overwhelmed. I'm just whelmed. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it's it's fine. 
yeah, there there are edge cases where you're gonna you know you get to have your a, a, opponent's entire battle line of mutants lose a turn, um, but that's that's not that's not too that's not too common, and that option isn't really worth the fact that it's one third of a tremor. Yeah, I I will say I think it's slightly better than subdue, uh, the the Star Alliance comparative mm. you know, card that would compare oh, to yes. this. Be, in, just in that, you know, the damage can go somewhere else, right? Uh, usually I'm a little sad with Subdue that I have to do the damage and stun to the same creature. I, I often feel mm. like, oh, I wish I could split those, and um, and with this you can. So I think it's slightly better than that. But uh, but yeah, I'd, I would almost certainly rather have Tremor. Yeah, and I, I am wondering who the person is doing the burning glare in the background mm -hmm. there. It looks like almost an iron giant shaped right. person in the art with their little halo of light. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe a future sanctum gigantic because I, I was really disappointed that there ooh. wasn't one. Yeah. A, a sanctum gigantic would be really sweet. <laughs> what would it do though? You'd play it and it would capture all your amber and there's already one that does that. Yeah, it'd have to it'd have to do something else like give plus two armor to all friendly creatures and mm. and uh, yeah, something maybe maybe it keeps your battle line up like it heals creatures and gives them armor. I don't know. Yeah, no, it'd be a much much better than Gizzleheart. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, don't 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 even. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, so uh, so next up is Champion Anafiel, who's a six power spirit knight with uh, one armor and taunt and. That, yeah, this is uh, back from Coda and just a really iconic, uh, hey, we're Sanctum and we own the board, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six six power, one armor with taunt is enough to not need any other text on Champion Anna <laughs> for me to be happy with it. Like, doesn't have to do anything fancy. It just protects my, you know, protects my hunting witch, protects my subject Kirby, and, and uh, she, you know, Gets to go home at the end of the day because she survived because nobody could take her out. Uh, right. Not always true, but it it, it takes a lot of work to remove her, which is mm -hmm. which is great. Yep, yep, very strong. Uh, mm -hmm. And then next up is Cleansing Wave, which has just always been a, an excellent Sanctum card. It says it's an action that says play, heal one damage from each creature, gain one amber for each creature healed this way, and. Um, Especially because of Sanctum's high armor, there is a tendency to be able to go do some fights, stick on the board with a little damage on you. And I think my favorite thing about this card is it turns a turn where I would have had to think about, do I do board control or reap into a turn where mm -hmm. I can just do board control and then still get the amber? Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's the Sanctum's kind of best outs are very much like Cleansing Wave where you get to fight and get Amber. And this card, of course, gets way better in Mass Mutation with uh, damage pips. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you get one of these with a couple pips on it and it. Yeah, wow. Might as well. Mm -hmm. Might as well just have Amber pips. Yep, yep. And easy to play towards it, too. When you're playing your other cards with pips, you can just start to spread it around in anticipation of seeing right. your cleansing wave. Oh. 
Right. Then the next card is Commandeer Action that gives you an Amber Pip and it says play for the remainder of the turn. After you play another card, a friendly creature captures one Amber. Uh, I have to admit, when I first saw this card, I didn't think much of it at all, but it regularly, uh, against me at least, captures two or three Amber and you can put that whatever you want. So it's it's grown on me a bit it's uh it gives you some decent amber control and options of where to put it yeah for sure um yeah you always wish this isn't quite as good as like a library access because library access feeds mm -hmm. itself whereas right, right. commandeer requires some other form of efficiency you, you need to have either drawn you know a lot of sanctum or archived a bunch to make it really uh, high impact, but um, but the potential is is very high. Um, I tend to prefer bring low, but if you compare this, you know, if your opponent's at four, then commandeer's better. So, um, mm -hmm. one thing I I just noticed since I'm looking at this, you know, blown up so big on the screen is I think that might be like a red version of the sting that. Uh, <gasps> Oh, in the foreground. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, is the, yeah. is the knight commandeering the the, the, sting. the bike from the sting? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I think you're right. It, it, it's the very same style, at least the kind of un you know open front tire and everything. Oh man, yeah. that's very cool. Yeah, I think a, a different paint job, but um, still. Yeah, very, <laughs> very on brand. Yeah, and that would make sense for the the name of the card, commandeer. You're commandeering the um <laughs> the, the bike. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's funny. All right, the uh, the next card we've got is Demo Knight, uh, which I believe is uh it's yeah the Sanctum Knight plus uh dis element, so it's four power creature with two armor, and it has destroyed. Steel one. Uh, how do you feel about uh, this card that really is an unholy? It's an unholy alliance. Yeah, something went terribly wrong in the uh, in the uh, baking process, I guess. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's this is this is maybe maybe the worst night only only because I mean it's it's a great creature, and then when you lose it, you're not sad because you get the steel, um, mm -hmm. but you're not very likely it seems to me to play it and steal on the same turn uh oh no yeah that's not really gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah you know having a creature with a big body that can do work and then get you a steal on its way out is hard to complain about yeah i think uh creatures you know when people talk about cards we don't often talk about the fact that the bigger it is the more likely it is to stay around and reap and the more right. options you have to use it as board removal. So a 4-2 with a steel 1 when it exits, I think that's really solid. It's not flashy at all. Um, you know, in fact, it's it's just pretty straightforward, but um but uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not too sad to see it. There's certainly other cards that are a bit more of a sad trombone pull than than this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you get the reap and fight effect, that's that's probably the mm, worst. Oh, that's the sweet spot. <laughs> Um, okay, next up is Fangs of Gizzleheart. This is an action with a bonus amber that says play, purge the most powerful creature. Um, this is, uh, it's great. 
Um, you have to be careful when you play it because you often, if you have board control, this can be sometimes, uh, you know, do, okay, do I want to play this for the pip and purge my own creature or, or just discard it? But um, if you're a little behind, it's a great way to catch up. It's a, it's a really nice response if your opponent plays, you know, their gigantic creature and, mm -hmm. um, and very consistent with, um, uh, it reminds me a lot of, uh, the harder they come, which is from, yep. from back in Coda. So very on brand for Sanctum. Yeah, definitely. And it's, uh, I actually really like seeing this in an opening hand. If I'm going second, mm. then whatever my opponent drops, I can purge, uh, or, you know, I go, uh, I can go Sanctum a little bit later if mm -hmm. I'm confident they'll have something bigger than than what I play. So, yeah, I've I've been uh, pleasantly surprised by this card. I'm playing it more often than I'm discarding it, I've found. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, there's usually something something you can do to get value. Mhm. Mm definitely. Um next up is Font of the Eye. It's an artifact, it's a location, it has Omni. If an enemy creature was destroyed this turn, a friendly creature captures one amber. Um I think this is maybe one of the most powerful uh, Sanctum cards in the set. Um, only, especially if you if you also have Sarian, and um, mm -hmm. you're, you know, the the likelihood of you killing a creature every turn is fairly high. So having an artifact yeah. that says capture one amber per turn is um, is pretty good. Yeah, it, it turns your it turns your board control into amber control. You can do it every turn. Um, it's incremental, right? It's not big and flashy all at once, but um, it if you get it into play early enough, you're going to capture plenty of amber wherever you want to with this. So I like it. And in multiples, both for consistency sake. And once you have, if you have two or three of these out, oh man, like mm -hmm. your, your opponent will start having to think in ways that they think with something like Quixelstone, where they say, man, well, I if I play a creature that can then be destroyed, they can take two or three of my amber. So mm -hmm. uh, it's a it's a pretty serious artifact. It's a pretty serious artifact. I like it a lot. Yeah, the other thing, if you get this in a deck with, say, uh, Curious Aris, um, the other thing that's very nice about this is the fact that you can put it on a different creature each time. And so there are a lot of effects mm -hmm. that, you know, okay, this creature captures... Um, and and having these effects where you can control where it goes becomes really helpful uh, with when you have an effect like Curious Arts where you want to spread it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Cool. Yeah, that that choice that uh, choice is a a strong component of a lot of Sanctum capture in this set that you just get to pick where it goes. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And then uh, General Zalvador is next. Uh, I, I love I love the art. It's very <laughs> it's it's uh, almost it's uh, along the continuum towards the four horsemen. It's a bit darker and in the midst of war, they're all mounted. Uh, but four two, uh, four power two armor creature, a human knight uh, that gives two enhanced capture icons. Uh, so I'm it's it's different than play capture two because then you could guarantee it you know it ends up on on Salvador so you don't really know where those capture icons are are gonna end up um, 
like we talked about earlier, you know, a four two a four two body is is good. Um, I just I just don't get excited when I see Salvador. I go, oh okay, that's uh, that's what Sanctum does, I guess. What else do I have? Right. Yeah, I think the the funny thing about this and uh, Infomorph is another example of this, um, mm. where it when you draw, it's oh, it's just a it's just a body. Um, is those two those two capture icons are actually pretty great. And I mean, imagine if you had a creature that said four two play capture two, right? Like that's not quite as mm -hmm. good as I'll sure. but but it's it's pretty good. Um so I think yeah, the the interesting thing about Salvador and Infomorph is um they're they're actually pretty good to have on your list. There's just no fun to draw. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that certainly. Uh, and then next we've got uh, Gizzleheart's Zealot, uh, four power human. Oh, I didn't know they were a knight. Mm. I, I honestly had no idea this was a knight. And really, really need to get that uh, legacy epic quest. Um, right. And it says uh, Gizzleheart Zealot enters play ready and in rage, which really feels like something World's Color could have done a lot more often. Um, but uh, yeah, how do you feel about uh, it entering play ready and very angry? <laughs> um, it's, uh, you know, it's, I can relate, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's good. Um, it's I'd a, agree. something I don't get super excited about, but I think the value is good. Anytime you can have a creature come into play ready, uh, it's pretty good. And in Sanctum... Uh, even, you know, having it only be able to fight is, is fine. You know, this might mm -hmm. go, this might go down next to your bulwark and, and now you have a four power assault two creature that's ready. Uh, so yeah, there's just a lot of, or maybe it, maybe it lets you trigger font. Um, I just think there's, there's a lot of good value for that. Yeah. In a lot of sanctum, you play it, the creature and it sticks to the board and then does its thing a little bit later. Uh, being able to just play and fight something off of the board or play and, you know, get a Gorvanal trigger or, like you said, a Bulwark right. trigger, uh, I think it's just a really great... Uh, round, it, rounds out, it rounds out Sanctum a little bit if you have a few of these so that you can drop an answer quick. You know, especially if it's right. that, you know, first one or two turns, somebody's dropped an Ember Imp or something, you know, a Zealot will take care of them, no problem. Okay, uh next up is the uh it's Gorvanal um Gorvanal himself. Uh <clears throat> Lieutenant Gorvanal is a four power spirit knight with one armor. And after you fight with a creature, Lieutenant Gorvanal captures one amber. Um and yeah, it's that's just a, a really great effect. And mm -hmm. uh it's not <laughs> not uncommon to end up with a, a very fat uh or, or at least it, very encumbered Gorvanal after uh, after the turn you play them, but um, of course that makes them a big target for the for the opponent. But uh, it's a really nice stop effect. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, if you get if you get Gorvanal protected, they can just keep so much of that amber on there, and any passive effect is is nice so you can even just drop Gorvanal and then go to town with your your other creatures so uh yeah solid uh it's about as 
good as um as capture gets uh mm-hmm. i think and i do ha- i do have to shout out the art uh like with gorvanal they're like almost ascending in this giant red shroud that's like a battle worn right um the, the the red shroud is very uh very identifiable for them yeah yeah i was noticing too i think the the slight tatters in the shroud there um I think this shows up in in a number of creatures in this set where there's just a little more. You can just you can just tell in this set, Sanctum has been in the melee a little more than maybe they were in mm. Dakota and AOA. Where there uh-huh. they were kind of above it all, <laughs> and here no, they are they are in the mud. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. That's that's great. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Speaking of in the mud, <laughs> our next <laughs> card. <laughs> oh, is it still me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and that... Oh, is it you? It's. I think it's you. Oh, uh, sure. I'll I take it. Uh, so next card. That's okay. Very much. Well, very much in the mud. Uh, like our card ordering is Seeker of Truth. Three power, one armor, human. Fight. You may fight with a friendly non-sanctum creature. Uh, now I don't like to call cards bad because this is key forge and in the crucible every card has a purpose and i'm sure sure seeker of truth has been useful for somebody sometime but that three power one armor with a fight ability is just like not awesome it's not awesome yeah it's just a little a little too too small for that effect to to mm-hmm. fire consistently yeah yeah, um, it's not even like a ready in fight like we have elsewhere. It's just a fight with a non sanctum creature. So you'll get some synergies off of it. Um, but that's when you're you're. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm I don't like seeing this card in the deck. It, it starts to it puts a sour <laughs> taste in my mouth like I'm eating bugs from under a rock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. so the next card is smite. Action card, it says, play ready and fight with a friendly creature. Deal two damage to the attacked creature's neighbors. Uh, have you found this card to be pretty useful? It is It is always useful. Ready and fight is difficult to argue with. Splash mm-hmm. damage is just extra nice. Yeah, especially when there's so many good targets that are going to be two, two power or or less mm-hmm. uh yeah very very useful especially with many more good fight abilities in in sanctum this time around right yeah just never never sad to see that one no yeah it's it's good love having it in multiples it really 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 helps keep the board under control there mm-hmm. definitely uh Let's yeah see. And, and then what's our next one yeah next up is squire alice um she's a two power human with two armor and play capture two and um easy to make the comparison here to uh to obeyed but um but i think and and i think if you make that comparison obeyed comes out looking a little stronger because it's higher higher mm-hmm. power little lower armor but it captures three and then can shed it um but in the set i think alice makes a lot of sense and um, there, there's actually a little 
overall, I think, a little more protection in this set. And so, uh, so it's, it's still pretty good. Yeah, uh, I, I don't think based on all the other cards she comes with in this set that, you know, she needed to be on Obeyed's power level. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I think she's fine. Easy to compare to Obeyed, Charette, you know, all those mm -hmm. all those cards. Uh, I will say she does dodge. Uh, she does dodge the uh, three power and up board wipe, which Spirit's is nice. Way. Yep. Spirit's way. Yes, she does. She does dodge Spirit's way, which is nice. Yeah, and that and that two armor makes it so that you know your opponent's not just going to be able to knock her off the board with a couple of damage pips or or whatnot, you know. So it, um, yeah, still works out pretty well. Yeah, definitely. Um, the next one is the Gray Rider, uh, who is a two power mm -hmm. human monk with deploy, so that it can enter anywhere in your battle line and. Play, fight, reap. You may ready and fight with a neighboring creature. And I am never sad to see the Gray Rider in my decks. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, nobody should be. It's an absolutely fantastic card. I think uh, with that. Yeah. Oh, the deploy and then the, the play, fight, reap uh, is just is just so good. And of course, it's got its own, you know, rule of six uh, with uh, reaping and writing against an right. empty board. So. Yeah, just absolutely fantastic card. Doesn't matter what's going on with your battle line because they can just jump right in. So, mm -hmm. very good. Yeah, it's if you uh, if you happen to get this with a subject Kirby, it's possible to have a turn one uh, play Kirby, play Gray Rider, reap with Kirby, uh, play another creature, uh, which which is oh, pretty, pretty yeah. fun. I mean, there's lots of great combos, but that's a that is a, a fun one that has happened in real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be fun to open with a, a, a three card uh, player one turn one. That is that is that is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. In into poison wave, I'm sure. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, the one time you pull it off, it'll be straight into poison wave. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, then the next card is Amber Heart, an artifact. It's an item, and it has action, exalt, ward, and fully heal a friendly creature. Now, I will say, because this has been used against me, protecting valuable creatures like Baldric, uh, this card has grown on me. The exalt, usually if you're protecting a high-value creature, the exalt, the one Amber cost, ends up being worth it. Other, you know, if you're just warding something to ward something, it might not be worth the one mm -hmm. Amber. But if it's something like Baldric, if it's, you know, something like Subject Kirby or something else high value, it's it's often worth the price. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it, it depends too. It helps to, to know what's in your opponent's deck, if you can. If mm -hmm. they have a lot of um, clinky damage, you know, a lot of damage pips, um, cards like Whistling Darts or Poison Wave, uh, Twin Bolt Emission, things like that, then yeah. uh, then this is going to be less good. Um, but if not, if if really the only way they have to deal with your creature is to fight it, then, uh, then yeah, that probably is worth it. So yeah. Context True. matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that, definitely. Uh, speaking of people who don't care about context, Angry Mob. 
The four power uh, creature human who has before fight, you may discard cards from the top of your deck until you discard an angry mob or run out of cards. If you discard an angry mob this way, put it into your hand. And I believe they appear in a minimum of three inside of a deck, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, yeah, yeah, it's some, something like that. Um, what? How do you feel about about this card? I so if we had you know been able to play more uh, mass mutation sealed, I anticipate there would be some good angry mob decks because you have a guaranteed uh, you have a guaranteed board presence right like even if you cycle and if you have three or four you're probably going to cycle through your full deck and just flip it anyways over maybe two sanctum turns, um, so uh, I I don't hate it it's tough to use well and i think that's mostly dependent on on like what your opponent's doing and then what is in the the rest of your deck and can your sanctum kind of act as a primary house for a bit so i don't hate it i think it's very interesting um i don't mm -hmm. think they made a bad card for the sake of being interesting i think it's right. uh, i think it can be good certainly yeah yeah i would agree i think the the thing that is yeah the the fact that you get to pull cards out and and slap them on the board and there's no there's really no cost in the moment to doing that is uh, other than maybe discarding some cards but um you know then you're you're gonna flip sooner that way um is that that's good uh i think the thing that i i tend to think about is um what else you know what else would i have in my deck if i didn't have this slotted there you know, would I have gotten a bulwark mm. uh, instead of this? And that, that I think is where the, where it, it may be, I think it struggles to provide enough value that I'm excited to see it instead of something else. Um, and the other thing that it's, it's a little hard about it is, um, you know, it, it doesn't have armor. And, uh, and on top of that, this is a game where, you know, you're often going to be fighting into things that, that don't care that you just put a bunch of creatures on the board. They're just going to gateway. Mm. So, mm -hmm. yep. Um, yep. so I think I, I value the sticky creatures a little more. Um, and of all the things that I would want to, you know, cycle through the deck to get another one of this creature is, is just doesn't, doesn't get me stoked. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I I do appreciate though in their village they they're angry at something but they're they're at least a somewhat inclusive mob they have they have some <laughs> awkward in the background and um you know it's uh, it's uh it's you know they yeah I don't know there's they have they have some things going for them who knows what they're angry about sure sure I think I think uh, angry mobs in the crucible. They can't really get angry about having a diverse village because that's just the crucible. Right. They just there's something there's something outside the village that they need to go, you know, kill and put on a pike. <laughs> right. That they don't understand. And it will be a, a diverse group of pitchfork wielders doing that. <laughs> <laughs> for for sure. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh next up is oh man, the uh, yeah, I shouldn't have messed up the order because uh, should should have let you have this one, but it's uh, it's <laughs> Baldrick okay. the Bold, a four power human knight with two armor, 
who says, before fight, if the creature Baldrick the Bold fights is the most powerful enemy creature, gain two amber. Uh, yeah, it's real good. Yeah, the I mean, it's fine that you uh, read that because it just gave me more time to look at the art of this uh -huh. mechanically very good card. <laughs> but yeah, he's just so good. Um, I mean, the art's so thematic. He's got a mm -hmm. cool hammer that's being, you know, slammed onto the ground. There's a shockwave. Their, um, their cape is flowing in the back. And then that ability before fight, so even if Baldric is not going to survive the fight, you get two amber from the fight, which is, um, yeah. you know, the only the only thing more insane is, you know, like uh, rare cards like Eldest Bear or or Spartasaur. But this on an uncommon is just absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, especially with ready and fight powers and then other big creatures that uh, you might be able to, uh, you know, manage the board on the other side and and uh, make an elusive creature <laughs> you know the mm -hmm. biggest creature or something something not very big so yeah love mm -hmm. baldrick great great way to get amber great way to mm -hmm. get amber yeah next then... up is uh is barrister joya who is a mm -hmm. five power human knight with one armor uh, and she says that enemy creatures cannot reap and uh and you you don't want to argue about it Nope, you you absolutely do not. She was a almost a game ender in in uh, Age of Ascension, and she's still very good here. Tough to remove, a passive ability that's just active as soon as she drops. Um, really memorable art with her ponytail that's probably as long as she is. <laughs> so, um, and then the uh, the scales of the scales of justice on her shield. She's in a coliseum. Just yeah, this card is firing on all cylinders. Yeah, she. I think. Barrister is like a fr fancy British word for lawyer, right? So, um, so she's a. Uh, I guess. I mean, I'd be, I'd be happy to have her take up my case. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think in the Crucible she might use the, that sword made of light more often than if she was in one of our courts. <laughs> right. One. Yes. One hopes. You know. In, yes. In, in their in their courts of, of mm -hmm. law, I think. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And so this is one of we're going to see more of these, but this is definitely one of you know a set of cards that when when they come down, uh, your your opponent just has to do something in order for them to probably is going to have to deal with this in order to progress their game state. Mm -hmm. So very very nice. Um, just hey, stop what you're doing you know, and, and play my game for a little bit and, and uh, for, forget what you wanted. So it's a really, mm -hmm. it's a really powerful thing to be able to do. 100%, 100%. Not everybody needs to reap, but it's going to be worth a couple amber worth of denial, definitely. Mm -hmm. And then uh, next up, we've got Baronon, the five power, two armor spirit knight. And their text says, after a mutant creature enters page, Baronon, which is especially important because they have reap capture too. Uh, and I will read their flavor text because it's relevant to the other red capes we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. It says the red shroud will defend the crucible from the threat of dark amber, mm -hmm. which is just so intriguing for this, uh, this other group of the red shroud that we don't know much about. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, funny to, to bring that up. Sanctum definitely does seem to have some different color based orders. Right, they have the mm -hmm. 
the gray rider, the gray monk. Um, and, uh, so I, I guess here we have, uh, one of many examples that we've seen of the, I guess the order of the red shroud. Um, I do yeah. wonder why, uh, why Baronon is juggling. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they, they look like, they look like they're juggling. Yes. Every time, uh, I guess every time a mutant creature in his play, they just, they just take a break and juggle for a little well, while. And the, the fic, the fiction of this world is weird enough that like I wouldn't put it past I wouldn't put it past the people writing this stuff to be like, yes, Baron on fights by juggling. Yes. Like that's that's that would be par for yes. the course, to be honest. <laughs> battle a battle juggler. Um but yes. but uh if if you can get that out of your head, it it is uh it's really really beautiful. I think like you said, all the all the red be shrouded people tend to be really great art. Mm-hmm. And um Baronon is with the ability I've never I have not played with Baronon much, and mm-hmm. with the ability you'd assume that they might be a bit better on cross set play because mutants will hit the table less, right? And raging Baronon, because that, that reap capture two is really powerful. It's just that you might have some mutants of your own that would that would enrage them. Uh although I, I haven't seen Baronon do a ton of work, five power, two armor, reap capture two. I have to imagine there are going to be decks that play really well against other sets that have mm-hmm. Baronon and Baronon can, can capture. Yeah. With, without that uh, downside of enraging it, this would just be like a strictly better version of Octavia. Um, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, two armor, you know, if, if it does get enraged and it has to go fight somebody, um, you know, two two armor it means it's it's probably going to fight and then stick around. So, um, yeah, lots of lots of value. Although, yeah, definitely in in mass mutation play, I think it um, it's probably going to be fighting, capturing for sure. Yeah, certainly. And the next card is Bring Low action card with an amber pip it gives an enhance icon which is nice and then it says play capture all but five of your opponent's amber distributed among any number of friendly creatures um i i really like this card it just Mm -hmm. in all of the mass mutation i've played or or watched in various places i just haven't seen this card do a lot of work even though i want it to right because it's it's doorstep except one-sided and capturing instead um right yeah, yeah, I just haven't seen it do as much work as I thought it would. Hmm. Yeah, I think uh, it, it, yeah, it, it depends on what else is there with it, right? I think if you, if you can get this with Curious Aris, it can do, it can do good work. Um, but it also really helps if you have high efficiency in your, in your other houses, and so I think. By the time you have Gringlow and Curious Aris, um, unless your unless your third house is Logos, you're probably not going to be really high efficiency. So I think maybe sure, and then then you're maybe not going to get it at the right moment. So it just I think it struggles a little bit because of that. Um, but uh, but it can be good. I like I again I think the the enhancements often. I forget about them when I'm evaluating the strength of a card, and um, and I, I do think here it it does add a little bit to that 
that, okay, you know, if you have, maybe it went on another card you have in your hand, you can capture all but five and then capture one more, play another card, and that can be pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Agreed. Um, cool. Okay, the next card is Equalize, which I this, this one is like very, in my opinion, kind of sad to have in the same set with Bring Low. <laughs> um, mm. <laughs> it, it's sure. an action with a bonus amber. When you play it, you can redistribute the amber on friendly creatures among friendly creatures and then redistribute the amber on enemy creatures among enemy creatures. Although, maybe, um, maybe it's the case that... Uh, doing this on um, on enemy creatures becomes a little stronger um, because likely your opponent can spread things out. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've almost never had this card matter much. Yeah, I've had it matter a few times. Um, I mean, more than it did in Age of Ascension, sadly. It hardly mm -hmm. did anything in, in mm -hmm. that set. Um, but against mass mutation decks, like it does give you that chance to just pile all of the amber on that one creature you can get to and then just get, you know, get all of it back uh, mm -hmm. or spread yours out. So uh, I've had it fire a few times. It's certainly not. It's nothing I've, you know, wanted to operate a deck around, um, mm -hmm. but when I've had it hit, it's been it's been a very welcome, uh, a very welcome way to to manage mm -hmm. amber. Um, certainly not very not as flashy as as I imagined it might be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Well, free markets is a bit is a bit uh, flashier. Uh, free markets is an yes, action. It really is. <laughs> that has you gain one amber to a maximum of six for each house represented among cards in play, uh, except for Sanctum. So, in practical terms this maxes out at five and i think i think that's especially true since um since they ruled that cards that uh cards that change the creature's house um mm -hmm. take them out of the one they were in so you're and uh and even things like experimental therapy don't put a creature in nine houses anymore. So, um, right. So right. this really is going to max out at five. But five amber is fantastic, and That's great. Um, and oftentimes it's the artifacts that end up really counting. So um, yes. always, always happy to see this in decks that have artifacts and to play it against decks that have artifacts. Yeah, this card. Honestly, I think it's very good. Um, it's in a set where it could get an amber pip enhancement. Uh, I've got a friend. Mm. I've got a friend who's got a, a mass mutation sanctum deck that bursts in sanctum, and part of it is his enhanced free markets. Um, and it's it's better than uh, Galactic Census over in um, Worlds Collide uh, Star Alliance in every way because it's all cards. It's not just creatures. Um, right. Yeah, so this this uh, I played a game. I don't remember what deck I was even playing earlier. I played a game in the last day or two. There, I got you know just got an easy three or four amber off of the free markets. Um, just you know, you just play it because that's the board state. Uh, and I will say that to a maximum of six, uh, I I would hazard a guess that that was future proofing for right. uh, for multiplayer. Mm, uh, future proofing so. for multiplayer because. 
Yeah, well, Aaron Aaron confirmed when he was on episode 65 with us that they are mm-hmm. working on multiplayer. Um, didn't say right. like when they would release it or anything, but um, I think I think that future proofs it for multiplayer so it doesn't get completely overpowered. Right. Yep, yep, good point. Then the next card uh, is an artifact to Gizelheart's standard. Gives an amber pip for playing. It's an item. It says each friendly creature with amber on it gets plus one armor, and it has play exalt a friendly creature. Uh, have you played much with with this card? Gotten much use out of it? Um, yeah, I, I have. Um, and it is good, but not life-changing that's my that's my assessment of it (laughs) those are my exact feelings (laughs) yeah you you really need that captured or exalting synergy and even then one armor it's fine it might keep some of your you know it'll give you that one little bit of an edge in some fights but but nothing to write home about yeah i almost i feel like they could have made it say plus one armor per amber and it wouldn't Mm. have been bad yeah, it, that would have uh, made Deosilis completely bonkers. <laughs> that yeah, that's that's true. That probably you know? would be true. But but aside from aside from that, yeah, there are a few edge cases that would get real bad for sure. I'll get this mm-hmm. with gluttony or yeah, 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 yeah. So so not bad. Um, you know, if you've got a game plan of tr- for you want uh, your board to be sticky, um, mm-hmm. then then this will help. This will help, mm-hmm. certainly. Nothing nothing saves you from the gateway, though, except Ward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, nothing saves you from the gateway. That feels that feels like a, a saying on the Crucible that people say right. to each other in dark times. Yes, <laughs> nothing saves you from the gateway, brother. Nothing saves you from Absolutely. the gateway, sister. <laughs> uh, um, uh, next, we've got another artifact, Gorm of Om, which is saves just you a from hilarious the name. <laughs> Nothing saves you from the Gorm if you are an artifact. It has Omni, destroy Gorm of Om, destroy an artifact. It is just pure and simple on-demand artifact control. No frills. It's a workhorse. Uh, you can even blow up your own artifact if you've got something like the Sting. Um, not in this set, of course. but um, So it's it's good. On-demand artifact control. I like it. Yep. Um, okay, next up is Potion of Invulnerability. Um, the Sting is in this set, actually. Hate to break it to you. Oh, it is? I had to, I had to really? look it up. Yeah, yeah, it is. Look at me um, getting that yeah. wrong. No, 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 that's okay. But it is, it is I mean, it is, they, it is nice if you get... Uh, that is a, a tricky trick to, to get the Sting and something to kill it off, uh, you know, off your Shadow's turn, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so so Potion of Vulnerability is an artifact with a bonus amber. It is an item, and it has Omni Destroy Potion of Invulnerability. For the remainder of the turn, each friendly creature cannot be dealt damage. Um, it's, it's a great card, and I think it's... Um, in Coda, I was most excited to see this in a Brobnar deck. Uh, yes. But in Mass Mutation, I, I feel like it's it's just great for Sanctum, because Sanctum wants to fight so badly. Agreed. Uh, I think it, this is one of those cards that really powers up that Sanctum Saurian pairing that, you know, we've both so mm-hmm. been so keen on. 
this episode. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of fun things you can do with it when you're setting up for a really big turn. Like if you can make your creatures invisible and drop a couple smites, um, you know, use a couple fight abilities over and over again. It's um, it, it sets up. It is a, a core enabler of a big turn where you get to wipe a board, get a bunch of great fight abilities or, or something like that. So yeah, great, great artifact. Yeah. And then uh, next up is Purify, and this is a, an interesting one. It's an action with a bonus hammer. Mm. One, of, one of the longest bricks of text. <laughs> but, um, and, and confuses people, but if you, if you just read it and do what it says one step at a time, you'll be okay. Uh, when you play it, you purge a mutant creature. If you do, discard cards from the top of its controller's deck until you discard a non-mutant creature or run out of cards. If you discard a non-mutant creature this way, put it into play under its owner's control. Um, I like cards like this that uh, kind of have multiple multiple ways to use them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, on on the one hand, if your your opponent drops a Ducilius on the board and you can purify it, you're very happy. Um, but uh, but there are some circumstances where maybe you know you have your shadow smith on the board and you you purify it to get uh, to get something else out. So I think there are um, you know there there are multiple ways to use this, and it's a it's a very cool, interesting card. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I like targeted purge, whatever the stipulations are on it. And being a mutant creature in cross-set play, you're going to have tons of great options to, to purge from your opponent's deck. And um, even outside of that, plenty of, you know, high-impact creatures uh, happen to be mutants. Not a ton, of course, but, you know, Skippy Time Hog, mm -hmm. uh, Neutron Shark, a couple of those. Um, oh, the... Uh, the uh, Hapsis. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, Research Smoko, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all, all logos, but um, so yeah, yep. uh, a good card. I'm not sure. There's probably a situation where you want to use it on your own mutant, but um, not sure exactly what that would be. Yeah, yeah. At that point, it just turns into a pip, and you know, a little bit of deck cycling. But yeah, um, yeah. Indeed. Uh, next up, we have oh yes, the the classic Radiant Truth mm -hmm. action card, one pip. Stun each enemy creature not on a flank. Great for big boards, especially if there's a couple of houses, so it takes a couple turns to get everything back on. Um, just really solid for slowing your opponent down while you get to do whatever you want, um, I think. And some of my favorite flavor text in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm bad, and sometimes I, I go a very long time without reading the flavor text. That is very good flavor text. <laughs> Truly, I yes, say to you, yes. pie is superior than cake, which uh, which goes back to the um, is it Gizelhart Zealot? I think references pie. Yes, um, yes, they they're cheering something like for pie, my brothers, or yes. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, um, which, maybe, uh, this maybe this was the first understand. card that yeah, th this was the first card that I referenced the Mad Prophet. I think mm. when it appeared in in Call of the Archons. Right, right. Uh, A solid card, great against big boards. Yep. 
Uh, and then we've got uh, Scrivener Fabian, who we mentioned earlier as uh, the sneaky one who mm-hmm. who does a non-Sanctum thing. Because they've always said Sanctum captures. They don't take. They don't steal because that's wrong. Uh, three power creature, a mutant. Uh, two capture enhance icons get added from the Scrivener. And it says, when you resolve a capture bonus icon, you may choose to steal one amber instead. Mm. Steal in Sanctum. My goodness. Yeah. So, so sneaky. I think um, I imagine if if she had uh, flavor text, it would it would just be something about you know a slight bookkeeping error. Um, yes, that that seems to be what what she's doing. She's oh we we captured it, but maybe uh, who who does this belong to anyway? Right. Can we really be sure? <laughs> but process, we processed it as a capture, but it just ended up in our amber pile instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the, like you mentioned earlier with the, um, when we were talking about Ardent Hero and the, the pips aren't really the card doing it, that is kind of hilarious to me when you think about Scrivener Fabian, if the pips are doing it, not the card, because she just allows the pips to seal. And so Sanctum doesn't have to dirty their hands, which makes right. perfect sense with what you were talking about with the bookkeeping error, mm-hmm. right? Um, but uh, yeah, she's a she's a, a kill on site for me when she drops across the board because yep. I know they're gonna they're gonna pack some some capture icons later. Yeah, and then I think I mentioned this in the uh, in the Sarian episode too. But if you get again just more Sanctum Sarian madness, if you get Fabian with Amphora Captura, it turns yeah, every right. pip you have into a steal. Uh. <laughs> That's that's bonkers. That's it's, bonkers. It is. It's it's bizarre. It's a real thing, but um, but it is pretty rare. And you you know, it, it, there's a lot of things that have to align for it to really work out. But it is a very cool thing if you can t- if you can pull it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's great. And and just ha- honestly, having steel in Sanctum mm-hmm. uh, or enabled from Sanctum is just so strong to be able mm-hmm. to have that kind of amber control to to give to give some variety to your, to your sanctum decks, um, right. to your sanctum decks, amber control. That's just, it's very strong. Indeed. Uh, and speaking of very strong, <laughs> the, any creature that has shoulder armor will be quite a bit stronger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is an upgrade with a bonus amber that, uh, gives the creature it's attached to plus two armor and plus two power, but only if it's on a flank. Um, so, Makes you makes you plan your board state ahead a little bit, but um, plus two armor and plus two power is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is very good. It is very good. Um, especially, I've used this a lot defensively. If I have a creature mm. that I just want to to keep alive, um, yeah, that that really starts to put it put it over the top and make make the person actually have to work to take it out especially if they can hide it behind a taunt then that armor is uh protecting from most ping damage too right yeah that's pretty good uh and then after that we have the spirit's way which is an action that when played destroys each creature with power three or higher uh yeah that's that's pretty pretty uh pretty buff yeah i think i think it's great it's a really fun one to um not necessarily play around because you usually want to play your creatures if you haven't seen you know the spirits way yet i don't know if you change your behavior just for that um but uh 
I, I actually have a deck that has just 14 creatures, and I think an eight mm. of them, nine of them maybe, are two power. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so fun because so many creatures are power three or higher, and to be able to wipe the board for free is right. is great. Right. Even if it's symmetrical. Yeah. Yep. And 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 yeah, the symmetrical effects. Of course, the the trick is always: can you get yourself into a situation where they affect your opponent way more? And you know, yeah, if you mm-hmm. if you can manage it, then and you know, in the worst case scenario, um, if you end up if it ends up being better to discard this, then I feel like okay, that probably means things are going well for me, and uh, sure, and I'm not going to be too sad. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree there. And next up, we have a rare that first showed up in Come of the Archons. Uh, the upgrade Armageddon Cloak gives an amber pip, and it says this creature gains hazardous two and destroyed. Fully heal this creature and destroy Armageddon Cloak instead. Nasty to put on a on a high value creature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget. I forget that it has hazardous two. That's extra good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, or something with taunt. Uh there's there's a lot of good places to to put this. Mm-hmm. Um and if you do there's a little bit of cool mind games you could play if you throw this on a creature with a good destroyed effect. Um That's right. and and kill it on your turn, then you could decide to trigger the uh the other destroyed effect first and then Armageddon Cloak. Of course, if it's your opponent's turn, they get to they get to choose. Right, right, yeah, yeah, that's true. A good destroyed effect you can you can have it happen twice there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we using Armageddon Cloak. That's that's great. Then, uh, oh man, probably my uh, such an amazing artifact we've yeah. got next here. Book Book of Malfaction artifact and Amber Pip. It's an item and a law. It is a, a golden a golden book on a on a pedestal in the art. And it says, after your amber is stolen, put a warrant counter on Book of Malefaction for each amber stolen. It has Omni, remove a warrant counter from Book of Malefaction if you do purge a creature. My hmm. goodness. Yeah, <laughs> it's real good. It's it's one of the only things that would actually make a player think twice about stealing amber. Right. Like it's it's that powerful. It's that powerful. Well, it's a it's a great counter to uh to Radpenny, um for example, because it just, you know, RFGs it. Um mm-hmm. some sometimes um you know, depending on Depending on what your game plan is, you you might not care about getting your creatures purged once you've gotten the steal, um, mm. but uh, but yeah, it's still such a powerful effect, and it's crazy to me. Um, I I tend to forget it's it's for each amber stolen. So you, if I steal five in one fell swoop, you're getting five counters, and <laughs> I'm not going to have a board. Yeah, right. Especially with Omni, just every single time. Mm-hmm. Um. I do. I do have to say, I did once pull off in a deck with Boro, mm, and mm. Um, I've been listening to too much help from Future Self. Um, Borrow, and <laughs> um, and uh, uh, a couple steel cards. I stole two to put two warrant counters on this, and then I borrowed it, 
and purged their own creatures with it, which was just the nastiest possible thing I could have done. It was yeah. it was peak peak keyforge peak keyforge. <laughs> yes, for me. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, fantastic artifact. I'm always happy to to see that to see that in a deck, even if I'm not playing something with a lot of steel. You know, um, yeah, against something with a lot of steel. Just as soon as they steal, even just once, then you're you've got a conditionless purge once you have the purge so really good really good cool uh next up is call to action this is an action uh not surprisingly with play (laughs) ready each friendly night creature and uh you know like you were mentioning earlier even some creatures you don't realize are knights might be knights um there's a lot of knights floating around and this is pretty much always good Yes. Yeah, readying creatures, that's always that's always really powerful, especially when your art seems to depict Ming-Na Wen from, <laughs> yes. um, from many, many shows over the past decade or so, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Mandalorian and, uh-huh. and things. <laughs> uh, but yes. yeah, uh, yeah, just straight up good. It's like a lot of Sanctum cards, and that is just, oh, it's good. It does a good effect, and it doesn't get too complicated. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I uh, <laughs> that's funny. It does it does look like her, and you wonder if maybe they should be charged licensing. Um, <laughs> well, uh, if if Ming Na Wen listens to uh, take that smarty pants, then um, I'm sure we'll we'll find out. It'll it'll spark the idea in their mind <laughs> and bring FFG to their knees. I'm sure, like the like the. Knife. Yes, um, uh, indeed. Maybe they'll yeah. Maybe they'll tell us when Dark Tidings is coming out. <laughs> uh yeah. If they knew, um, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, whether, whether it's an act of God, what are they going to do? Um, okay. So, so, uh, next up is charge. It's an action with a bonus Amber. And when you play it for the remainder of the turn, each creature you gain you play gains play deal two damage to an enemy creature. Um, it's a, it's a cool effect. It's like Commandeer. I think this uh, suffers a little bit from Sanctum having no inherent ability to to, to load cards up in the stack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, but um, but it is it is still a, a a cool effect when it does work. Yeah. The uh, the sad thing is the high end is like three creatures with right. charge right so it's it's really not that great honestly three uh, as a rare three damage or even four would have been i feel like not at all game breaking um, yeah to do although this was originally a call of the archons card so I, I can't blame them too much for for reining it in a bit yeah if you yeah this with epic quests maybe becomes a little a little better um mm, sure <laughs> We're gonna just, just get those board, two rares get in a the deck. Key. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Then uh, next we have the rare artifact Eye of Judgment. It gives an amber pip, which is always nice on an artifact. Uh, it's an item, and it says action purge a creature from a discard pile. Mm-hmm. Nice for getting nice for getting rid of those those pesky creatures before before they cycle, like a, an Infernus or a, well, you're not gonna really have a red penny in there. Um, like an Infernus or a Troublesome Ronnie or something. So, uh, it's it's solid. 
it's solid. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's, it's doing more to disrupt your opponent's game plan than it is to help yours. Um, right. is the, and it's, and it's not particularly fast. Um, so it, it is cool. Um, I, I love, I think this is one of the cards that first kind of clued us in that maybe, um, maybe there's a, a more sinister side to Sanctum. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they, uh, they, they talk a big game, but there's a the major dystopian vibes coming off of this one. Yeah. Their, their cities are, are gated and, um, they're very particular with who, with who they let in. Um, there was some great fiction from the release of the call of the archons that, that talks about that. And yeah, then the eye of judgment and the, the flavor text is referring to exactly what you're talking about there with dystopian vibes. It says those with nothing to hide have nothing to fear, uh, which is not really a value that, um, <laughs> you know, the, the thinkers of today thinks would pan out as something to, you know, run a government mm. with. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. If, if someone, if someone says that to me, I, I we're, going to struggle to get along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Indeed. Uh yeah, so yeah, creepy vibes, an uh, okay card you might get to but I honestly rather have like a Juliet yeah. or, uh, or a Book of Malefaction to mm-hmm. to achieve the same effect. Yep. Yeah, purging purging a card from off the board is almost certainly better <laughs> than than purging yeah. one from the discard pile. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it's just an action. Uh, then next we have the very set specific Gizzleheart's Wrath. It's got uh, it's an action card with an amber pip, and it says play destroy each mutant creature. So double sided board wipe. It's in Sanctum, so maybe you'll have a few less mutants, and they'll have more mutants. Um, but cross set, it might not blow up much unless you're against uh, you know some logos decks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a. Uh... It's okay, but I mean, as a as a rare, you know, it's it's uh these these things make good rares because um, yes, you're not gonna have a deck full of cards like this. And worst case scenario, okay, it's a it's a bit. Mm-hmm. Well, in the worst case scenario, it destroys your own board. Then you discarded it. <laughs> right, and you you hope you have auto encoder. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then next, uh, is, we have honorable claim action card with an amber pip. It says play each friendly night creature captures one amber. Um, it, it, as a rare, it doesn't feel quite as splashy as plenty of other capture cards do. And it, it seems to be from this, this archetype of, um, you know, night synergy. That's right. really doesn't have a lot of decks that. You know, have a scary amount of night synergy. Uh, round table is probably the biggest impact there from previous sets, but uh, yeah, I mean, capturing amber is is fine, and hopefully you have a couple knights on the table. Yeah, yeah. Usually it's good for a few capture, and uh, probably probably um, probably on average better than terms of redress. Yeah. If less yeah. silly. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indeed. And I do have to shout out the art. Uh, yeah. I would love a, having a creature with this art because it's it's still a sanctum person in armor with the glowy rings around them. But just yep. the pose and the angle is really standout and very action packed. 
looking down the blade. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, next up is Lady Lorena, who is a six oh, power so cool. spirit knight with three armor uh, yep. <laughs> and taunt. And, uh, and her taunt also applies to her neighbor's neighbors. Uh, yeah, that is super good. And um, yeah, just a really strong presence on the board. I, I have seen games one uh, on, you know, on, on Keyforge streams where a lady Lorena just is protecting four creatures worth of a board and right. they can't get to the creatures. And then the game just ends because lady Lorena was pre protecting an entire board worth of good creatures. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just super solid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is, this is one of those, instances where i really like that this she is both rare and crazy powerful yeah. because she's not impossible to deal with she's she's just a creature one board wipe you know or or a couple of you know very zealous creatures on the other side of the board and she's gone um but very powerful and a very cool effect that we haven't seen before yep yeah i think one of my favorite things about lady lorena is that you get her on the board you get something down you protect it and you still have you know, between one and three slots left. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so um, you know, on your next turn, you can plop, plop something else down and have it be safe too. And uh, yeah, that's really good. I'm now that I'm thinking about you know shroud colors. Um, I think Armageddon cloak was maybe kind of a, a gray. This appears to be kind of a blue, which I haven't seen uh, reference much in lore. But um, I wonder if that's more of a a taunty color, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'd be very interested to see some fiction with Lady Lorena. That would be mm -hmm. cool. That would be cool. Um, next up is Lord Golgotha, who is another mm -hmm. just excellent rare card. A five yes. power spirit knight with two armor and also also a blue shroud there, but uh, before fight, deal three damage to each neighbor of the creature Lord Golgotha fights. Um, and this is sort of the, uh, the answer oftentimes to taunt is to have Lord Golgotha fight yeah. the taunt creature. And, uh, before the taunt creature even gets hit, it's neighbors that it was trying to protect are toast. Yeah. Yeah. An excellent rare. And yeah, like you said that, that three damage to the neighbors three is, is a great sweet spot for being able to actually take out some, some tiny creatures off to the side. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, first appeared in Call of the Archons, and definitely a a really solid card. If you put this on the board, it is going to make an impact. Whatever happens. Yep. Yeah. Sure. There are not not a lot of um really annoying effects that, that don't die at three. Mm hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And then we have, uh, let's see. Oh, we have the Mad Prophet Gizzleheart uh, herself. Four power, three armor, leader, and a priest. Uh, and she has the text, while Mad Prophet Gizzleheart is in the center of your battle line, it gains uh, action, fully heal each non-mutant creature, gain one amber for each creature healed this way. Um, 
a cool ability and four power, three armor is gonna is gonna stick around. Uh, I haven't seen her, you know, fire that often. Actually, right. getting a bunch of amber off of that ability, I haven't seen that happen too often. As cool as she is and thematic, I, I almost think that Sanctum's stickiness uh, makes it harder to fire leader effects because because mm. you're you're you know if you have six creatures on the board before you play her. Uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be a while before um, before she gets to the center. Um, mm-hmm. and that's just gonna make it harder to fire the effect. It's also um, compared to the other leaders, um, the ones the ones that I tend to get really excited about, uh, Val, Benzi, um, are passive effects um invidious is not i think that's that's probably my third favorite and and the bear is also you know something that has to sit, stick around for a turn before it becomes useful but um, yeah but definitely those effects that the leader i like the leader effects better that don't have to stick around before they start taking an effect yeah agreed agreed then up next, we've got another upgrade, Mantle of the Zealot. This is honestly one a very, very good upgrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, this creature gains. You may use this creature as if it belonged to the active house. Um, no exhausting, no stunning, no no silliness. Just play it on a creature and you can use it that same turn. It's very good. Yeah, I <laughs> then yeah, I recently played a game where there was a creature that I thought, OK, I need to deal with that, but I couldn't deal with it that turn. And then their next turn, they went Sanctum, and I thought, oh, good, they're not going to mm. use that creature yet. And <laughs> nope, they played Mantle of the Zealot, and they used it, and it was bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, this, this card... Yeah, this card can certainly enable... Uh, this is a combo enabler. If you're going to rule of six something or find some degenerate combo, Mantle of the Zealot will, will help you get there. <laughs> Okay, uh, next up is Master of the Grey, who is a four-power human monk with one armor. And she says that your opponent cannot resolve bonus icons on cards they play. Uh, Mm. That's super good against Mass Mutation. Ah. (laughs) Like, incredible Master of no fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I wonder... credit, Credit to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody on TTR for that joke. That was not my joke. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, obviously not as uh, impactful against other sets because they don't have as many pips floating around, but still just uh, really, really good. I mean, and um, I, there is a, a sort of a deck archetype, especially I think in Coda, that is just play a lot of actions for mm-hmm. value, and yeah. and this kind of turns that off. It it does, even, yeah. Even if it's not a mass mutation deck, like if she said, you know, play your opponent loses two or three or four, like that still be pretty good. But and she just turns off, she just turns off so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, with four one, she's sticky enough for that to for that to matches, which is nice. 
Right, yeah, and very likely that you can play her next to something with taunt or... Um, mm. Yep. Um, next after her is Mighty Lance. This is an action. Uh, when you play it, you deal three damage to a creature and three damage to a neighbor of the creature. Um, that clutch sometimes, but feels kind of overwhelm uh, underwhelming to me i should say like i i think uh probably could have used a pip yeah it's it's right on the it's roughly on the same power level as like uh uh thorium plasmate or um oh gosh the, the something positron Turbo, bolt that oh, comes in yeah, from yeah. the the flank uh, roughly the same power but yeah no no pip no pip so it's fine for a spot removal, but uh, a pip really would have just brought it into par with those other actions. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yes. And then uh, classic. Uh, one stood against many. Amber pip. Uh, it's an action ready and fight with a friendly creature three times, each time against a different enemy creature. Resolve those fights one at a time. That's good. Yeah. Uh, great for fight effects, great for potion of invulnerability turns. So, um, yeah, can definitely get a lot of work out of this card, especially uh, if you have something fun to fight with outside of Sanctum. Right. Which is nice to, to house cheat there. Yeah, there's some great, um, there's some really nice skirmish effects um, around, uh, including, uh, you think about cards like uh, uh, Lyco Alien. Um, no beast or um, that's that's probably the the ideal case is to use one of those. Um, mm. But Quixo is a is a really nice target for this. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty cool effect. Yeah, certainly. Then next is Opal Knight, five power, a spirit knight that says play, destroy each creature with even power. Mm. Uh, again, you have very much a symmetrical board wipe that might help you, um, might discard it. If not, um, uh, I, I have a deck with its, its twin, uh, Onyx Knight, mm -hmm. and um, I hardly have any creatures of the uh, power type that it destroys. So mm -hmm. if you have an Opal Knight, you know, with mostly even power or uh, odd powered creatures in it, then it can be pretty sweet because you can basically feel safe in, in playing mm -hmm. it at, at nearly any time. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I love, um, I love when they do these dual card uh, arts um, mm -hmm. the way this, this pairs with Onyx. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's, it's pretty cool. Next up is Orb of Wonder, which is the first uh, anomaly to come back, uh, and, it, and it did so without uh, substantially changing. So Orb of Wonder is an artifact and an item. It has Omni, destroy Orb of Wonder. If you do, search your deck for a card and put it into your hand. Shuffle your deck. Um, it's real good. It's Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's it's really nice that it's Omni, and uh, it, it's just going to make whatever other good cards you have in your deck that much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
yeah it's it's great for consistency and also just kind of toolboxing like whatever you need you can just go get it yeah it's it's great good good to be at rare because that would be a bit game breaking if it started to show up uh in multiples with any <laughs> any common amount i i commentated something where the the player had i want to say two or three orb of wonders in their mass mutation deck so so that that exists but it's you know exceedingly rare if mm -hmm. not completely unique <laughs> mm -hmm. to, to have that yep um uh, and the um yeah the the next one is purifier of souls it's a five power human priest with two armor that says destroyed effects cannot trigger. Um, so really fills out that trifecta of you shall not pass. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, just brutal against certain effects. Yeah, especially against dis, which is mm -hmm. which is uh, nice for for sanctum, very thematic there. Um, could definitely hurt you though if you're trying to play with a, a ludo or. Or yeah. um, or if you've got if you've got dis yourself, uh, definitely got to be careful about about playing him. Then we have a, another upgrade: seraphic armor with an amber pip that says this creature gets plus one armor and it has play, fully heal, this creature. Uh, not real high impact for uh, for a rare upgrade, I've got to say. Uh, not bad, certainly, but but not as big of an impact as some other upgrades. Yeah, I think if more creatures, just the, the amount of times that a creature is um, substantially damaged and not dead, and it's the one I want to save, is, you know, it's a, the overlap in that Venn diagram is pretty small. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. Agreed. And then we have another Coda uh, classic rare, uh, the Vault Keeper, four power, one armor, Spirit Knight. Uh, your amber cannot be stolen. It was the original Steel Hate, but at, yep. at rare, it did a. And there wasn't really any impact on the meta that, that I saw. Vault Keeper decks were not any more <laughs> any more desired as far as competition was concerned. Yes, I, I once. Uh nearly lost a game the vault keeper with a, a deck of mine that really likes to steal um managed to um i managed to kill i blew up the armor somehow dropped a moon cursor with speed sigil in play and killed the vault keeper with moon cursor to, uh, and then and then drop too much to protect and managed to managed to scrape the game back from from being um, I think he was in check for key three and I had zero and managed to pull it back wow. from that so so that that's my that's my one vault keeper almost lost me the game story <laughs> but uh, but you're right it is it was a little too rare to to matter and I think that's why steel was too good until uh until starting around set three and definitely in mass mutation there's plenty of steel hate yeah yeah so nice if you can get it but at rare you know it's not really going to be your workhorse as far as trying to turn off steel and uh plenty of protection in this set if you actually get it to yeah. to drop 
Um, cool. Okay, next up is Vimos Lightbringer, who's a six-power angel spirit, and I think the only angel in the game, maybe? I think so. Ooh, um, I think I think you're right. Yeah, uh, and when you play Vimos Lightbringer, you destroy each elusive creature. Um, yeah. That's, uh, and then you have a six-power body on the board, which is not bad either. Yeah, if you don't if you don't have much uh, if you don't have much elusive, then of course it's great like all of those other other things. But otherwise, you've got to you've got to be careful. Uh, okay, I did just look it up. Uh, they are the only angel. Um, there may or may not be one in some spoilers. I think. Oh, nice. So we, okay. We may be getting another Sounds angel legit. in Dark Tidings. Yeah. Well, good. Vimos will have some uh, company. <laughs> yes. Yes. Finally. Um, and then uh, the the next uh, hybrid that we've seen here is Dino Knight, who's a six-power mutant knight with two armor. Uh, and play, you may exalt Dino Knight if you do deal three damage to a creature. Um, yeah, which is a pretty good effect. And then a six-power body with two armor is very serious. Yeah, and that, that Dino ability, the exalt and do three damage, is I've found... A more often worth it than not because you can yeah. take out something that they were going to reap with and at most they might get an amber back later so uh, i i enjoy it as some from hand removal on the on the body yep for sure and then uh we've got the the next mutant lyco knight which is a five power a two armor mutant knight with skirmish because lyco knight is part beast uh from from uh untamed but yeah a skirmish on a five power with two armor for defense that's that's really good it's a really good board control right there yeah um yeah i think it's one of one of my favorite things about this card is the is the art and how it's sort of almost going in a yeti direction which <laughs> yes. is not something yeah. i expect from untamed <laughs> but maybe that's something we'll see more of in the future yeah, yeah, it's got the the white almost polar bear fur with mm -hmm. the amber pouring out of it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it looks good. I I would be terrified to to be in a battle <laughs> line across from that. That's that's right. for certain. <laughs> right. Uh, then the next knight mashup is Techno Knight, five power, two armor, mutant knight, uh, with the Logos ability that is getting from House Logos. Reap, discard a card from your hand. If you do, draw a card. So. Nice for cycling, especially pulling that into to uh, Sanctum, which usually yeah. doesn't have that. Yeah, and I think the that you know the cards with that reap effect are usually somewhat high on my on my list to kill. Um, mm -hmm. So having it be so beefy is nice. And if you have this in a logos deck with auto encoder, um, then so much the better. Yeah, there is a there is an old Reddit post from when. Mass Mutation was coming out that actually mathed out, uh, you know, what you get from each house in these mashup creatures. And I'm surprised that there wasn't a minus in power for Logos, to be honest, with that good of a reap ability. Right. Um, when you, you end up with something like Techno Knight, which is really big with a great reap ability. <laughs> right. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, it is really, really nice to have. Um, the next one is Umbra Knight. Oh, this is the worst. Uh, four, four power, <laughs> two armor, mutant knight with elusive. Um, it's you're gonna get to reap with it a lot, 
but um I just for being yeah, I I I like the ones with effects better. Well, in general, I think the the elusive ones are the worst. Yes. Yeah, Umber Knight might will stick around until the board wipe happens so you get to reap with it. So that's I mean, you can say that for a, any creature that's big. So Yep. Um yeah. Yeah, uh, not not too exciting to to have this one around. Uh, but Xeno Knight is really good. It's a five power yes. knight with two armor, and after it fights, you look at the top three cards of your deck, put one into your hand and one on the bottom of your deck, and uh, that is really excellent cycling in oh, yeah. Sanctum. Uh, and the two armor means you're probably going to get to use this effect like two to three times. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Especially with Sanctum's love for those fight abilities. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I'm now interested in a deck with a, like maybe four. I wonder if there would be a deck with maybe three or four total of Xeno Knight and Techno Knight, right? That gives these big sticky bodies with that uh, efficiency in Sanctum. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the Radiant Fight capabilities for Xeno Knight. That might be a, a really interesting deck if somebody finds that or, mm -hmm. you know, or there's one out there on DOK or something. Mm. I will I will have to search later. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, is that, that's that, it. that looks like it. Wow. That's it. That's all all of Sanctum and Mass Mutation. Wow. I was I was going to search for that deck you were talking about. So while you were talking on the next one and. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't want to I don't want to miss the opportunity. So let's see, Zeno Knight. Oh, yeah. Well, while you're looking that up, mm -hmm. so uh, I while you're typing in, I actually just for fun because we had Lady Lorena and Lord Golgotha together. Mm -hmm. uh, I looked up just for fun decks with those two. It and there is a let's see an Italian deck for sale, uh, Liria M uh, Liraconda. Uh, listed for zero, which is probably a mistake because it's a 77 sass. Oof. It's got it's got three of the sins. It's got desire, sloth, and wrath. Mm -hmm. Essence scale, so you can use them to use desire, wrath, the turn they come in. One Lady Lorena, two Lord Golgothas, purifier of souls, ancient power, uh, defense initiative, spoils of battle, double citizenship, citizen shricks, a prefectus ludo. Monument to Octavia, which you can just capture Amber wherever you want to. Uh -huh. um, so uh, a big old uh, ward and capture Amber, uh, ward and capture Amber deck with Lady Lorena for protection, Lord double Lord Golgotha for um, for board clearing, and then uh, some sins for extra spice. So, anyways, that one's nice. listed. If anybody finds that <laughs> interesting, yeah. yeah, free free advertising there for uh, for our Italian friends. Um, yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And I, so looking up the Xeno Knight, Techno Knight there, I found there's exactly one deck that has four of those. Um, actually the, the four that it has are, um, alt. Oh, that's four Techno Knights. Uh, it might be, you know what? I'm not sure exactly how this query is working. It might be, um, it might be that it's not catching ones that are like you know two of one and two of the other um so there might even be more out there but yeah that's that's four of one of them um so cool uh yeah that'd be pretty interesting that one has uh a mantle of the zealot and two fonts of the eye 
So, um, wow, lots of lots of fun shenanigans going. You fight with uh, oh no no that's the reap one. So you're gonna have to do your fighting with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there is a triple Techno Knight deck. That's the the Reap one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I just have to read the name out. It's the blind grandparent of Eckleminster. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, with a eight uh, eight enhanced amber pips for a total of seventeen and a speed of twenty one. What? Wow. It has auto encoder, oh, two eclectic inquiries, uh, howling pit, two infomorphs. And you, you, yeah, you get the Techno Knight firing with three Techno Knights firing with that auto encoder. That could be pretty bonkers. Mm. And a, oh, and a PE. Yeah. It has a punctuate equilibrium, too. Wow. Hmm. Very nice. All right. Well, um, that, that was fun. Thanks so much for joining, Zach. Um, do you have any, any uh, other closing thoughts on Mass Mutation Sanctum? Uh, I I don't. Uh, I I hope when we get to see. Well, actually, I said I don't. And then I started talking. So I I do. I just I hope we get to see some really interesting mass mutation sanctum when um, we get to have big competitive events again. Um, I haven't seen them as much in the higher end, like Archon Solo or Archon Triad stuff uh-huh. uh, online. Um, but I'm I'm hopeful that there's a really interesting burst deck or ardent hero or something that that will will propel them to the top here because i really like what they're doing they're great in sealed mm-hmm. and a couple other formats so i'm i'm hoping they they make a showing in archon solo and triad uh when we when everything opens back up again yeah i think for people who love big board decks which includes me um sanctum mm. is is just a really nice fit um overall they have a little more than most houses of the uh you shall not uh type of effects and i think sometimes people tend to shy away from that because it feels um less less dynamic sanctum is a house that they are i think inherently less dynamic right they they don't want to cycle they want to stick on the board and then do a lot of things uh over and over again um and so i think maybe that's part of why people some people steer away from them, but uh, but they're, yeah, they are they can be really quite good and are a lot of fun. So would would love to see them show up, um, or at the high end. We'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, certainly. Cool. All right. Well, thanks again, Zach. Um, I really appreciate you joining me. And uh, just in case there's anybody out there who who doesn't know, you can look up uh, the Call of Discovery podcast to hear more of Zach and his buddy Ed and um and you can also find him on the crucible uh for those of you yes. out there listening thanks so much for joining us and um stay safe but uh we're looking forward to when we can get together and forge those keys thanks